This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 197. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, back in November of 2015, we did an episode called Ask Vegetarian Zen Anything. Since it's been a long time since then, we thought we'd do another installment of that. That was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, there was a lot more personal questions then than there were in this round, but nevertheless, some good questions. Um, and we asked members of the Peas and Carrots to Society to submit their questions. Uh, and so here they are with our responses. And I will, uh, since we're talking about the What Up Peas and Carrots Society. Peas and Carrots. Um, <laughs> Oh, nice attempt. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it pales in comparison to your... What up? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, the Peas and Carrots is our closed Facebook group. If you head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, you will be hit up with a request to join. And this is a group of over a thousand really chilled out folks that are so helpful, great community, non-bullying atmosphere. So if you are not vegetarian or vegan no need to worry here you're if you're respectful of others they will be definitely respectful and very helpful for you, uh, for you. so uh, check it out absolutely you know i think we should come up with like a peas and carrots dance or like a a chant or a cheer i would say cheer but that's like really i think <laughs> that would be my white girl showing and and no i was never a cheerleader so i just you know um i wasn't i wasn't one of the cool kids i was kind of a nerd so um, but yeah, I think we should have like a, a chant or a dance or something. Okay, well, let's work on that. All um, right, let's, let's put it on our YouTube. Vicky's <laughs> like, no, never mind. Yeah, you'll do what you you'll, you'll say what you tell me whenever I dance. Like, don't ever do don't that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> All uh-huh. right, exciting. Before we get into the main uh, the main uh, t- part of the episode. We have a new review. Yay, we do. Yes, yes, yes. So today's review comes from Kenyari Ruth 14, who says, uh, Zen and Zesty all in one. Awesome. (laughs) I've never been zesty before. It's pretty exciting. That is. All right. So uh, Kenyari says, I love this podcast. I am 22 and I became vegetarian at age 20. When I made my lifestyle change, I was in search for a safe and supportive place to learn more about it. This podcast is super helpful for newer vegetarians, vegans, and really anyone who is looking to learn more about healthy eating and living. They also include episodes that reference mental health and even fur babies. Keep it up, ladies. Thank you for building a sense of community for your listeners. P.S. Thank you to the Peas and Carrots Facebook group who gave me great advice on vegetarian soul food recipes last month. That's I remember awesome. that post. Yes, right. I do remember that as well. That, right. And that's that's a great example, too. Well, first of all, thank you so mm-hmm. much for that review. I, I think that's a great example of where folks can help you out in mm-hmm. this community when you're looking for info. Right, exactly. All right. Are we ready to get into our questions? All right. So, yeah, let's do it. And uh, I think, as you mentioned, we didn't have as many questions this time as we did the uh, first go around a couple years ago, but we still got some good ones. Yeah, we had some good personal questions. And, you know, you're, you're free to ask us anything at, at, uh, at any time. time. We just like to go out there every now and then and just see what people are curious about. We have a lot of new members since 2015 when mm-hmm. we did the first uh, episode like this so you know yeah. when we did the first uh the first one we didn't even have the peas and carrots i don't think mm, 
I think we did. I'm mm. pretty sure we did. Maybe it was still in its infancy. Maybe. But I, I think we, we did. I think that's where we got most of the questions from. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if 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 we had it, then we had a very very small membership. So, um, all right. So, first question. First question comes from one of our longtime listeners and friends. We got to have uh, dinner one time with him and his partner when they came out to San Antonio. That is Kevin husband. Hicks. Uh, now yeah. husband. Oh, now husband. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, Kevin Hicks. And he asked, I have a weird question, maybe slightly controversial question. Ooh, I like that already. <laughs> uh, do you think there is some sort of link between people being vegetarian, vegan, and being politically progressive? But maybe I live in a bubble where I only see progressives as vegetarian or veg Hmm. that's an interesting question you know and i was thinking about this earlier i don't know i i I was i don't know what context i was thinking about this in but for me and again this is just our opinions Mm -hmm. so don't get all (laughs) yeah right (laughs) uh i I was thinking about uh, maybe i was thinking about diets and i i personally and i know a lot of people we interact with I don't think of vegetarian or veganism as a diet, mm-hmm. a way of, of eating. I think of it as bigger than that. A, like a lifestyle. Yes. And there's a lot of things that go in with that. So, you know, even when we were, we do the podcast, we have just kind of a little behind the scenes um, look into how we plan some of the content. We know that folks are interested definitely in plant-based eating. And so we have a lot of things that address that like recipes and ideas for cooking and stuff but we do have some episodes also they're a little di- a little bit different so they're gardening they're more around mm-hmm. lifestyle uh, or, around or, um, environmental protection right around animal protection mm-hmm. things of that nature so for me it is more of a lifestyle and i also have seen a lot of folks that fall into this camp to be more progressive in mm-hmm. their thinking i think because they tend to think a little bit more broadly Right. They kind of think a little more one world, if, right. you, if, if in my opinion. And again, and I may be in the same bubble Kevin is, so right. <laughs> I well, don't know, but that's just kind of how I see it. Yeah, and, and then there's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, well, uh, somebody asked this question uh, That's a good point, though. On, but that's a good I mean, point. And, that, and before anybody thinks Larissa is bashing on her mom, she's yep. exactly, well, but she's very environmentally... Uh, she, she is. She's, she's kind aware of a mix. As well. She's a yeah. weird mix. I have a feeling she probably voted for Trump, but, um, but on the other hand, she's very um, environmentally conscious. She does, you know, all the recycling, all of the that kind of stuff. And she's been a vegetarian for... Um, probably 25 years, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily think that they go hand in hand, um, pr- being more progressive or liberal, if, if you will, and, um, and vegetarian or veganism. I think that probably you see a higher percentage of people who are vegetarian and vegan being in that kind of more progressive, um, um, camp yeah. i guess well you know and that's interesting because you know i i love my mother-in-law so of course i'm not bashing on her but i i think there is some sort of uh maybe it's her generation mm. that she identifies also politically with mm-hmm. certain line with certain things so there might be some sort of uh you know because there's certainly no denying that trump has said he's going to greatly diminish if not abolish the epa mm-hmm. and that kind of thing so uh you have to you have to wonder like how you reconcile that right, you know right. i don't know maybe and of course there's trade offs that's not the only thing this is about but right, uh, right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that is a good point though you bring up when yeah. you when you said your mom I was like oh where is she going with this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, but no, that was a really good question, Kevin, um, and thank you for that. So so let's move on to uh, Suzanne Codner, and Suzanne had a whole battery of questions. She was ready, um, and uh, so Suzanne's first question was uh, best or worst vegan recipes. So, and then she gave examples. So examples, cauliflower, mashed potatoes, vegan Alfredo sauce, vegan shepherd's pie, and then parentheses, she put awful. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm wondering, Suzanne, did you mean all of those are awful for you? Um, and, you know, when Vicky, when you read this question, you kind of had a different take on it than I did. Um, I was thinking that Suzanne, you're asking for like our opinion. So like, what do we um, what are our best and worst, you know, um, the ones that we think are, are the best and the worst. Um, and I, and you were thinking that she was asking for specific recipes. Um, but as far as, as far as specific recipes, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but I can tell you definitely what I hate. <laughs> and I think anybody who's listened to us for a while knows that yeah, pretty much anything with avocados, um, pretty much anything with bananas, uh, coconut, you know, I don't like those kinds of things. But I can definitely agree with Suzanne on the cauliflower mashed potatoes. We tried those. Um, I tried making those before and I just thought they were awful. Yeah, I just just didn't, didn't it. work out. It didn't and work there's out certain things you might say, okay, maybe there's a different recipe. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not that. No, that was pretty like much the shepherd's pie. Maybe, maybe it just had an awful recipe. I can see you getting a little creative with that. Yeah. Because right? there's different things that go into that. Yeah. With cauliflower mashed potatoes. Sure. You can add some things, but I mean, it's still kind of is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I, I guess I could see like with the shepherd's pie, because shepherd's pie traditionally has mashed potatoes on top. So I guess if you did, you know, all the, the, insides vegan and then used like um mashed cauliflower instead of uh potatoes then yeah it would probably be kind of gross but uh i don't know is there anything else that we've tried that you just absolutely hated i really don't dig the seitan so much and mm-hmm. i would say the processed meats overall are not my favorite thing it just yeah me neither it just does not i will try to avoid those if if possible uh let's see as far as what i like though i like banana coconut and avocado <laughs> i there's pretty much the only th- vegetables i really do not like are cauliflower and that again depends on how it's put into something so i could eat it let's just say like in some sort of mixed salad mm-hmm. if it was or finely it was roasted, chopped or roasted with other roasted vegetables mm-hmm. i could do that but i cannot cannot like brussels sprouts i know me neither (laughs) they just look like slimy little Mm -hmm. and as far as fruit goes the only fruit i i think the only fruit i don't like is mangoes i just cannot get kiwi do you like kiwi yeah i like kiwi kiwi Mm -hmm. yeah i like kiwi actually um yeah i don't really care for mangoes or papaya um oh of course or the um avocado or banana or coconut or um uh, black you know i don't like blackberries and it's not because of the taste; it's because of the seeds. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. strawberry seeds don't You're bother me because they're driven. bigger. Yeah, strawberry seeds don't bother me because they're bigger. But the blackberry and raspberry seeds are just those tiny little things that just really irritate the heck out of me. Yeah, she's she's very much about. I'm the very texture. texture I'm, yes, I'm much more open to a lot of those types of things. But um, yeah, so pretty much just mangoes for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Best supplement that you can't function without. So this is another Suzanne question. Suzanne, uh, fish oil, B12, probiotics. 
Okay. These days it's Advil. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm I'm postponing knee surgery. So uh, yeah, so these days, but I will say I have started taking fish oil again and B12 and and we do take a daily probiotic. I will tell you why I've started taking those again is because I strongly suspect that I have ADHD and I'm probably going to get tested for that, but I do not want to take any sort of Adderall or anything like that. And I'm I'm not being judgy on anybody who does. It's just for me, I've done research on it. I even know people that take it and have, it's worked out wonderful for them. I just personally try not to take, Mm -hmm. I'm just very adverse to medications overall. Mm -hmm. So if I can try to treat it myself, whatever it is, I we'll try to treat it naturally. So one of the things that in my research uh, that is help that helps with brain function is fish oil and B complex. Mm-hmm. So we moved, I moved to a B complex um, uh, supplement. Yeah. We had been taking B12 and I'm taking the B12 just to finish off the bottle. Um, but then once that's gone, I'll probably start taking the B complex as well. Yeah, but in addition to that, there's a lot of environmental things. I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but just in case anybody out there is struggling with the same thing themselves, uh, as far as eliminating distractions, being very focused on one task at a time, which is very difficult when you have ADHD, really catching yourself, trying to multitask and do different things. Uh, so environmentally, I've deleted Facebook for periods of time throughout the week. Now I've, I do it one, two days here and there, kind of going these mini fasts just so I'm not distracted by anything else. Right, right. And uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that if um, continuing on the ADHD a little bit, if you're in the Peace and Cares group and you have experience with this and you don't mind sharing your experience, um, I think that other people would find that, including Vicky and me, I don't have ADHD, but, you know, I live with someone who probably does. And so I think that your experiences would greatly help other people in the group as well. If, you know, if you feel like sharing. I'm very open about that stuff. You yeah. know that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but kind of I, I'm talking to other people in the yeah. group. You know? Oh, oh. I thought yeah. you were talking to me. No. You were no. looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I was looking at you because you're in front of me. <laughs> um, but no, if there's anybody else in, in the group who wouldn't mind sharing experiences with ADHD and maybe anything that has helped um, with uh, diet changes or anything like that. Yeah, I, I know that would benefit a lot of other people as well. All right, so let's move on to Suzanne's next question, which is favorite meat dish that you miss the most. Mm. And mm. she, and you know, she, I didn't put this in the outline, but she kind of um, she commented on her own uh, comment and said that she said I realize that most people will probably say that they don't miss any, but I'm, no, I, I, I yeah. wouldn't say that. I no. mean, I. I think what I think a lot of it we've talked about this in a past episode is also very uh it's very associations yeah. right associative yeah so like you associate things like with barbacoa barbacoa yeah. tacos Sunday morning mm-hmm. uh and big, big red, red. <laughs> <laughs> right and guacamole mm-hmm. um but I think that I would say probably bacon yeah and, and I've, you've I've tried messed the, with other ba- with right. the bacon the faken stuff and I found a couple that kind of come sort of close but of course not anywhere like the same but uh that i'll use uh sweet earth foods has a bacon that i'll use sometimes and then also what's the other one what's the other one um 
Mm, it's a nature something. No, it's, I can't think of the. It has a guy on it, like an old fashioned looking guy. I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I think I would probably say that. All right. How many people in your immediate family are vegetarian or vegan? Are you doing this on your own? So we talked about your mom uh-huh. and, and there's really no it. one else in our families, <laughs> but we've, we've mentioned before, our families are very supportive. They mm-hmm. always look out for us, make sure that when we have fa- fa- family gatherings, that there is something for us to eat. Mm-hmm. And, and also when we go to restaurants, I, I will say they go to, there's not really any steakhouses going on these days. Yeah. In our family. So, yeah. And if there is, then we just pre eat and, you know, but, we, and we've let them know too on, on the other side of that, that if you have something at a steakhouse, you know, it's not that we're not going to come, but we will pre eat and they're fine with that. Yeah. We come um, in just a little bit later and then have time for the cake and all that kind of stuff. So. Right. So that's, that's uh, on your side of the family. And then again, on my side, my mom has been for what, 25 years, mm-hmm. I guess. And then, my dad, I will say, uh, he makes the stupid meat jokes, oh. you know, but he he just makes stupid jokes anyway. So. Um, but yeah, he's he's one of those who kind of makes the the meat jokes. But you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> anyway, so thank you, Suzanne, for all those awesome questions, and then let's move on to Alyssa Oliver. What are your favorite? I'm sorry, I just added favorite. What? <laughs> Work. What are your go-to meals for when you need comfort food? Hmm. Should I answer for you? Yeah, go ahead. Nachos. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say um, something in the Mexican food range for sure, but nachos, you got it. That's my What f- would you say for me if you answered for me? It's kind of a hard Definitely. one, right? Yeah, it is kind of hard. I will say probably involves mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> not cauliflower. You like mon- Yeah, not the cauliflower kind. Um, You know, for me, I, I don't think that i would call pizza comfort food because sure why not eh, i mean you like pizza i guess um okay cereal yeah that's true cereal is comfort yeah food when i travel for, for business i have to make sure that's not all she eats yeah that's so all i call that, I say, if she doesn't what she doesn't are you hound me if she doesn't hound me that's all i'll eat is cereal uh cereal and toast <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm kind of weird uh all right so uh next question Gina Stucci Berkel says, what are some recommended cruelty-free face creams uh, and face wash? Now, I got to be honest on this one. I I didn't want to exclude your question, Gina, um, but uh, I don't have an answer because I don't use these products and you really don't either. No, but I will say uh, this is not so much face products and this is probably not even what she's looking for, but I recently did come across the... Uh, Dollar Shave Club is something mm-hmm. we just joined. And before I joined, I made sure I wanted to make sure that the products they offer, because I was interested in some things for my hair as well, that they have cruelty free. They do not test on animals mm-hmm. uh, products. So that is a nice source for me. And they are really reasonably priced. Their stuff is reasonably priced. So ladies, I mean, even with we get our razors from there now and we did the the math on that to see how much we were spending in the store mm-hmm. versus the dollar shave club and we get our subscription comes every two months because we don't need it we don't shave every day obviously but um i mean because most women don't shave every yeah. day, i don't think <laughs> but uh, the older i get the less i shave <laughs> that's probably tmi but you know but uh you guys know us <laughs> i go to a gym at work i'm shaving when I- <laughs> <laughs> but um anyways 
it's cheaper and their products are cruelty free and it says it on their website as well. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I would definitely recommend checking them out because they are good, uh, good products. Um, so I wish I could, we could recommend them more, but in all honesty, we just don't really use. Those but you know what? You know who could? Who's that? Because she knows everything. Danielle Freed. Oh yeah. Didn't she post something? I she, thought she posted uh, Yeah, something. she probably, uh, I don't know if she did in response to Gina's question uh, or comment here, but she has in the past. So Danielle, I know you're listening. Uh, chime in on this, would you? And then uh, let us know, because I know that you are w- like way up on all of the uh, cruelty-free makeup products. And um, We need you, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... We, you if you don't to- know who Danielle Freed is, she's like our listener zero. We call yeah. her that. In fact, uh, yeah, she's. I think she was the very first person to reach out to us uh, to let mm-hmm. us know that our microphones were actually working. <laughs> still have the email. Really? I do. Yeah. Oh, we ought to read it sometime. We yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Danielle, I'm sure, can help you out, as can other people people in the group so um so i'm looking forward to seeing what everybody has to say on that and then okay we actually have two more questions there's one in the outline and then we got one yesterday afternoon after i made the outline so i just pulled it up on my phone but um sarah burleson she's another good friend of ours mm -hmm, says uh how to have a veg slash eco-friendly wedding that everyone will have fun at we have experience with we this, don't we? We did. Back yeah. in twenty December 2015, that's when we got married. Mm-hmm. And we had a vegan caterer, yes. which was awesome. Now, granted, we live in one of the largest cities in the United States, in San Antonio, Texas. But it's Texas. So. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, also the meat capital. Right. But we were, we were very fortunate that our friends at Viva Vejeria here in San Antonio, which is a vegan Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. were able to cater our wedding. And it was Tex-Mex vegan. People loved it. People loved it. We yep. got them fans to for their restaurant now because they just, yeah, with nachos, mm-hmm. complete with nachos. Yeah, we had a nacho bar. We had um, enchiladas. Um beans and rice mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was awesome yeah so and our wedding was outside it was at an event center but mm-hmm. it was out, it was an outdoor wedding and thank goodness the the weather the held weather up was nice so it is definitely possible yeah and now as far as eco-friendly goes um i made our um centerpieces and all of the the decorations so we didn't spend money on flat we don't do flowers i mean you know i i'll I'll bring you flowers occasionally but uh we don't spend we didn't we couldn't see spending a whole lot of money on flowers for one day Mm -hmm. uh and um so what i did is i made flowers uh recycled paper and uh, books and books and music books and sheet music old sheet music so you know and you don't have to be super crafty to do stuff like this and if you're like me and you're not really into doing that you can also go out to etsy mm-hmm. or go out to other places like that to to see if someone else can do it for you because yeah, i'm sure they're more than happy to yeah, absolutely so yeah and i had a ton of fun doing it i mean i had the best the best time working on all that stuff so um but yeah so those are just a few tips for you and um uh, then we have one more question okay. and i will read it off my phone here if i can read it all right so lindall Sargent said uh maybe too late for the podcast but what was your reaction slash opinion of vegans and vegetarians before you became one that's a really good oh, question that is a good question all right so um you know me i don't really i mean i didn't think badly 
about vegetarians or vegans. I just thought it was different. I mean, and because my mom uh, was one or is one and I knew other people who were vegetarians and vegans. And I just thought at the time I thought, oh, well, I wouldn't be able to do that, you know, um, but I was wrong. And so that's, that's the extent of what I thought is that, oh, I just, you know, I, I really admire that, but I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. And to the extent that when I became a vegetarian, Larissa and I became a vegetarian back in 2013, mm-hmm. we were very much inspired to do the podcast because we had gone out to certain message boards, you know, the internet, with the internet just up and coming over the years. So I, I did experiment with vegetarianism, by the way, for one year in college. And right. it was, it went fine. It was more of a, just to see if I could do it. But with the internet, message boards, other websites and podcasts and all that, as I started to try to learn how to become a ve- vegan vegetarian, I quickly observed several camps of people. Mm-hmm. You had the extreme militant, in your face kind of folks. And then you that were just made everybody feel bad. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and then you had the people that just went about it as their business. And so I definitely didn't put everybody in one camp. I try not to do that. And, you know, just the way I am. I mean, I'm a gay woman living in South Texas. I don't judge many people. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. I usually try to form my own opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't really go by stereotypes or what people, uh, people, try to make me think of certain groups. So as I went out there and I did encounter some of that judgy tone that turned me off and I thought, I don't want people to think all vegetarians and vegans are like this. So I felt it was really important to be open about my my vegetarianism, but then also not to judge other people. This is my choice, my lifestyle. If you want to hear about it or you want to know what made me, then you're asking me a question I, you know, that mm-hmm. you're kind of opening up that dialogue. But yeah. again, you ask, I'm not, not going to tell unless yeah, you but ask. I'm not going to make you feel less for it because mm-hmm. then you just people put people on the defense and they don't, then they just don't want to hear you. I yeah. always think the best way to have to influence people is by making their side very valid as well. So mm-hmm. you don't want to just make put yourself above them. So this is why we created the podcast, because I didn't want people to think all vegetarians and vegans were kind of in your face, judging everything you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, gosh, those were so many good questions. Um, you know, and, and like you said in the beginning, this was kind of different than the first time we did this ask, uh, ask us anything, because we did get a lot of like, personal, personal questions last time. But this time, and that was great. Uh, But this time, I think we really got to talk about some more like issue kind of things, which was exciting to me as well. But like you said, you know, you guys are always welcome to ask us anything anytime um, in the group on our page, send us a message, whatever, and we'll address it on the podcast. Okay, I think that does it for our main topic. Are we ready to get into the recipe of the week? Sure. So this week's recipe is like super cool and I want to try this. So Rachel Elizabeth Cole posted in Peas and Carrots about a a recipe called Make Your Own Just Add Hot Water Instant Noodles. So this is like, you know, the ramen noodles, um, but it's... Homemade. Those ramen noodles are so bad for you. I know they're so bad, but they're so good. Okay, know. <laughs> you know they're just like loaded with MSG, MSG, sodium, mm. anything else you can think of. But uh, this now this was on um, seriouseats.com, which I think is Alton Brown from the Food Network. 
Uh, and just a note that this is not vegetarian or vegan the way it is, but it's it's on a segment on the website called Food Lab. So it's where they t- they sh- show you how to do different like techniques. Um, and you can very easily adapt this to vegetarian or vegan um, ingredients. And that's what Rachel's comment was, actually, is she said, make it vegan by buying the vegetable bouillon base and use tofu or mushrooms instead of meat. And that was super easy. But the way that this works is that you take um, a jar and they the what they showed was like the, the smaller jars that have the, uh, the, the canning jars that have the flip to seal. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Has, yeah, has yeah. the metal like right. clamp thing. Mm-hmm. And so then you use any kind of noodles you want. They showed like the ramen type noodles and you can parboil them so that they they they're already partially cooked and then you add whatever you want like mushrooms or tofu or anything that you want in there and then you make a little seasoning packet that's got like green onions and your little spices and then you put it all together. You can refrigerate it for up to 4 days I think and then when you want to eat it you just add hot water and let it uh, and then close the lid down and let it sit there for I don't know a, a few minutes and then it's ready to eat oh my gosh we need to try that. I know it looks so cool so I'm not a soup just a soup uh person mm-hmm. for a meal I think we talked about this mm-hmm. before <laughs> yeah but definitely with a sandwich maybe mm-hmm. that sounds good yeah yeah all right. How about the quote this week? Oh, I'm looking at it. You I know. Told me I, I told was you you'd like, like it. this. Okay. The quote this week comes from William Butler Yeats, who said, think where man's glory most begins and ends and say my glory was I had such friends. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. And anybody, anybody who's a Seinfeld fan will know uh, why I said that Vicky would like this so much because <laughs> it was huge East Seinfeld, Seinfeld uh, uh, from Kramer to Elaine. But I like this because of this episode, because, you know, we think of, of all of you guys in the Peas and Carrots Society, what uh, up? you know, what up, <laughs> what up, white style, what up, what up. Um, she did the hands thing I too, did. guys, by the way. I Just did. So you know. I was, I was, uh, I was attempting being cool and I think it probably failed miserably. Um, but, uh, you know, we think of all of you guys as our friends, whether we've actually talked to you or um in in person or you know like on uh, as a chat or we've never actually talked to you one on one i mean all of you guys are our friends definitely and uh, we're so grateful for everyone whether you're in the peas and carrots or not i mean maybe you're not on facebook but, but if you, you're not you're listening why not <laughs> don't listen to her but come join us if you're on facebook uh but you know we just really, really value every single one of our listeners and um, just want to say thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Next, we we, we try to uh, close out the episode. Well, we close it out with a question of the week. Mm-hmm. But uh, we usually like to talk about a product just because our folks are always looking for good products mm-hmm. to buy. And this week, we want to talk about Gronomics Garden Boxes. This is one of the first blog posts you ever mm-hmm. wrote on our website about these garden boxes. And they are still outside with... Uh, we haven't a pla- yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't planted much in those in the last year. I think we had a lot going on with Molly with yeah. our dog passing away. Yeah. Just a lot of things ju- like that went to the wayside. But we are determined this spring after talking to our friend Megan Kane, the creative vet, uh, the creative vegetable gardener. Did I get her? I got <laughs> it. Just mix the <laughs> the um, 
order of that or leave right. a word out. Sorry, Megan, but she is she inspired us this mm-hmm. year. This year in our life, we did. Let's see, what was it about? Mm. It was about five, six episodes yeah, ago, yeah. something like that. Uh, an interview with her. So we are pumped to get into the garden again this spring. Mm-hmm. And these Gronomics garden boxes are really good here because our ground is very clay-like here. Mm-hmm. And it does not make for good gardening in itself. I mean, I know you can do those... The raised. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, but no. Well, not to mention, I mean, we don't really want to tear up the, the yard right now. Uh, we're, we'll be selling the house in a couple of years. And and Cosmo would destroy that. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He, <laughs> so, I'm constantly filling in holes. Yeah. He's uh, a retriever and he likes digging. Yep. So so anyway, uh, these the Gronomic boxes are great. And uh, we have links to them in our... Amazon store, there are affiliate links. So Amazon will kick us back a, a couple bucks, you know, for anything you purchase through our links, uh, no additional cost to you, of course. But uh, there and there are so many different, different styles that they have now. When I ordered R2, I just ordered the the raised boxes that are mm, 36 by 40 or 24 by 48, I think. And um they're not but, huge. No, they're not mm-hmm. huge, but they're good for herbs and and that's what I use them for mainly. But they also have they have lots of different styles. They have like vertical ones that you can put on a on a fence or on a wall. They have um smaller ones, they have bigger ones. They actually have the raised beds that you very can cool. do. So tons of options and they're very durable. They're very um uh they're very good and I just I love them. So we'll link to them in the show. Yeah, we'll link to them. And that goes out, just so you know, to our Amazon store mm-hmm. that uh, when you purchase anything through that link, so you might check out the Gronomics, but when you say, mm, I'm not ready for that yet. But I need a new tie. I do need <laughs> some new pens. Or new I do pens. need some Aaron's magnetic crazy putty. <laughs> I just got this crazy putty. Okay, sidetrack real quick. This, this is funny because this will show, I'm just calling myself out here. I got this mag- this crazy putty that's used to kind of, it's like a silly putty type thing and use it to um, it's for fidgety it's for fidgety people like me with like i said with adhd but this one i got said magnetic putty and i told larissa this thing comes with just this big block of of magnet in the middle i don't know why they did that so i had taken it out and already said i'm not going to use that i just wanted the putty and larissa who is actually the directions reader in our family took the box out of the trash (laughs) And read it and said, you know, the magnet is used to charge the putty. So then the putty has a magnetic quality of its own. And then you can do little tricks with the putty and all this stuff. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I said, see what happens when you read directions? I get too And I got an ugly look. (laughs) I got way too impatient for that. See, that's how we compliment each other. Um, I read the directions and... and, uh, Vicky says, hey, will you read these directions? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, let's close out with the question of the week. All right. Well, you know, and this is something I'm always curious about. Um, how did you find out about Vegetarian Zen? How did you find us? Yeah, did somebody recommend us? Did you did just you do a search? Go to iTunes, iTunes and type in vegetarian, which I think we still come up first now. Yeah. Thanks to all the people that have gone out to leave us a rating and a review. That is what helps us. So if you're looking for another way to support the show... There you go. And it only takes a couple of your uh, minutes to do so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Links in the show notes directly to the um, review page on iTunes. Okay. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.